This episode of the Do North Outdoors podcast is presented by Aquarius Home Services, Ace Solid Waste, and Grain Belt Premium Beer. A toast to the hunters from your friends at Grain Belt. May the mornings be clear and the fresh air be crisp. May you find solace in the silence. May the stillness settle your soul. May your long shot stay true. May your heart roam free. May you find what you seek in the fields you stock. May your call to the wild be answered. And at the end of the day, may you share in the thrill of the hunt with your friends. So here's to the eight pointers and the 12 ounces. Here's to you and to your thirst for adventure. Bring Grain Belt to the outdoors with our limited edition premium hunting season pack. This season, enter to win a hunting trip for two to Brown's Hunting Lodge, wherever you can find premium 12 and 24 pack cans. For more information, visit our website at grainbelt.com forward slash hunting dash trip. Welcome to another episode of the Do North Outdoors podcast. I'm Travis Frank, your host, and today I'm flying solo. But that's okay, because a new hunting season is finally here. And with it comes a lot of optimism. It's a time that I wait for all year. It's a time that flies by, unfortunately. I've been a hunter my entire life, and I just love these cool fall days. In my opinion... September 15th through November 15th are the best 60 days of the year. Life is on the move in the wild world. Everything is changing. With the cold weather, leaves are falling. Ducks and geese are migrating to their winter grounds. Bucks, yep, those big old bucks will soon be in rut. Grouse and pheasant seasons, they're at their peak. And yes, even though I love to hunt about as much as anybody, the fishing this time of the year is downright incredible. Lakes go quiet from those pleasure boaters, and big fish are putting the feed bag on to prepare for winter. The hunt for muskies peak this time of the year, right along with trophy walleyes and bass. The only thing I don't like about this time of the year The days are just not long enough. (laughs) There's too much to do to fit it all in. What's not to love about fall, honestly? Cool nights, hooded sweatshirts, bonfires that actually feel good, and a frost, if it hasn't already, will kill all of those mosquitoes. A cup of coffee before sunrise Never tastes better than while watching the wild world wake up and waiting for your chance to pull the trigger. Maybe that's in a duck blind sitting next to your friends. Maybe it's with your son or daughter by your side on their first hunt. Maybe it's with your wife or your husband. A few years ago, I took my wife along on her very first hunt. It's still one of the most memorable experiences of our marriage. We rode horseback across the bluffs of the Missouri River in South Dakota, watching bird dogs lock up on point. We rode up our horses to those dogs as they were standing on point. Then we'd get off, grab the gun out of the scabbard, load our shotguns, and try to make it quickly in front of those dogs to flush the birds before they got away. We hunted for sharp-tailed grouse and prairie chickens, and to this day, it's still one of the most talked-about television episodes that I've produced since I've been at Ron Share Productions. 
I can't even tell you how many husbands and wives have thanked me for filming that adventure that I went on with my wife because they said it inspired them to go on an adventure together. My wife said in her interview on that show that she saw a side of me while hunting in my element that was attractive to her. (laughs) I've heard from other couples that said hunting together saved their marriage. Men, think about that. I strongly consider inviting your wife or girlfriend on a hunting adventure this year. If you do, you might just be amazed at what happens. Wives, invite your husbands. We are so used to going on these hunts and getting away from everything or having those family breaks, and I get it. There's there's a lot of value in that time spent at bird camp or deer camp with buddies, but there's so much value that can be spent hunting with your wife, with your best friend. Going on an adventure, any adventure, good or bad, can bring you closer together. And if there's a struggle, that is what will really bring you closer together because there is nothing that brings people together like experiencing something that sucks together. I was just on a fishing trip up on Lake of the Woods and there were several of us in in camp and we went to this remote part of the lake and we all followed each other together. And we just get out on this water and a big storm front comes barreling in and everyone goes to this island and we tuck into this bay and get out of the wind and we're all standing there together And one of the guys, his name is John, he said, that was the best part of the trip. Because we all experienced the suck huddled together, waiting out a storm. It's part of it. Those are the moments that stand out. And going through that with your best friend, with your wife, with your girlfriend, honestly, that is part of a good adventure. It makes a success sweeter when you have to endure things together. I'm going into this hunting season with a lot of goals for myself and for my kids. I have four young children and raising a family in the outdoors is important to my wife and I. Our oldest son loves to hunt and fish. He's nine years old and he's been hunting with me since he was three. I want to say three. He shot his first turkey when he was six. Now he has three under his belt the last three years, one each spring. Last fall, he harvested his first doves and ducks. He shot at a rough grouse and somehow, somehow, even though feathers fell out of that grouse, the bird kept flying. He shot at geese, but they eluded him last year. Fast forward to last weekend, his first goose fell to a shot that he pulled the trigger on for the first time. The joy he and I shared together is indescribable. It was so much greater than I ever imagined because he missed quite a few times and opportunities, but he stuck with it. And then his success was so sweet. He has a drive to hunt that's really deep. And it's my goal this year to continue to nurture that within him and to help him grow. He's ready for those sucky days tired legs, 
and wet, cold mud. His younger brother and sisters are not. So rather than taking them through challenging hunts, we pick up donuts on nice days and head to the blind together. Some days we don't see any birds because the conditions aren't favorable, but we still laugh and we still have fun. We don't stay too long. We leave when they're in a good mood, when they may want to stay longer. I've learned over time that pushing kids too far can push them out of the field. The same applies to fishing. Short and sweet has been my plan since the first time I took my kids out hunting and fishing. For my oldest son, it's clearly worked. It seems to be working for my other kids too, but only time will tell. Right now, they want more. If we get a goose or a dove or a duck, oh, do we celebrate together. Then we clean the birds together. We prepare a meal and eat the birds together, and we relive those moments. It's our harvest, and they are all part of our hunting team. If you have kids and you want them to enjoy time outdoors with you, please do not wait to bring them with you. I've had this conversation with so many parents over the years because I've been a big advocate for bringing kids out early in life. Sometimes parents have said their kids are 12 or 15 and they think maybe they'll try this year. And I wondered to myself, oh, I hope you didn't miss something there. I love it when I see parents bring their children early in life. If you have, if you have that opportunity, take it. Trust me when I say there's no, too, there's no time that's too soon to bring them along. Sure, you may have to end a hunt earlier than you expected, but it's not about harvesting every time. Early in life, it's important to plant seeds. It may take a few years, but those seeds can grow. And soon, you may have best friends that wake you up to go hunting. Your kids. <laughs> I know this because my son has woken me up multiple times already this hunting season before my alarm. He couldn't sleep. He was so excited to go hunting. It reminds me of my life growing up, and I'm so grateful that he cherishes these times. We live in a time that simply has a lot of opportunities. We also live in a time with a lot of activities in work commitments. Sports consume our kids' lives. I really struggle with this because my kids love sports, and so do I, and they love to hunt, so do I. I do have tough choices ahead, but I've already told some of the coaches that there will be times my kids will be hunting with me and not at a game. I really wish we didn't have to choose. I hope my kids aren't punished by their coaches, but honestly, hunting season doesn't last that long. And while we've made a lot of great memories together on the ice at their hockey games, they don't seem to crack the list of the top 10 moments that we've shared together in the great outdoors. I might be wrong here, but I put a priority on our hunting and fishing time together and the traditions that we've made. The more that I hunt, the more I really appreciate our wild places 
and being able to fully disconnect in them. I remember as a young kid just sitting quietly in a tree waiting for a deer to walk by. I didn't have a cell phone or a tablet with to pass the time. I just sat quietly and watched how wild animals moved around without knowing that I was there. I sometimes wish today that I didn't have a phone to scroll through while I'm hunting. I wonder if it's really ruining the experience. If we're staring at Instagram scrolling through instead of watching the open field, are we missing the point? Am I really letting nature fill my soul like it once did? I honestly don't think I am. And I blame myself for staring at that damn screen. Life is just too busy. Every time I talk to a friend that I haven't seen in a while, they say the same thing. Man, it's just so busy right now, trying to keep up. We've got a lot going on. Kids are in sports. Work is busy. I'm traveling, blah, blah, blah. It's all the same. I don't know anybody right now that answers, boy, I just wish I had more to do. It's this busyness that I think makes hunting season so valuable. It's why nature is so powerful. In those hunting moments, it's you against an animal, nobody else. You're trying to outsmart them in their own places and defeat their senses. For a deer, that includes their eyes, their ears, and their nose. If you defeat all three, you've accomplished something special. If you help a first-timer defeat those same three senses, <laughs> that's even better yet. Mentors have the chance to change the life of another hunter in ways that are too powerful to grasp. I'm trying to teach my kids the ways of the wild world, but I'm also trying to teach my nephews and nieces and friends that have an interest in hunting. I wish I could help more. I do love wildlife and wild places because I've been given the chance to hunt and understand habitat. It's why I care so much about our wild places. It's why hunters are the greatest conservationists that currently walk this earth. I firmly believe that. If I want my kids to care about white-tailed deer, pheasants, turkeys, ducks, grouse, geese, then they need to understand where these critters live and what they need to survive. One day they will have the chance to stand up and their voice will help to fight and protect our land. How can I expect them to fight for something that they don't know anything about? Clean, safe water is a big deal, and I'm grateful that I have a Kinetico system in my home so that I can be sure that my family is drinking the best water possible. Now is a great time to consider a Kinetico system for your home. Aquarius Home Services is now offering a 25% discount on their top-notch whole home Kinetico water system. Whether it's city or well water, a Kinetico system removes impurities and provides spotless dishes, softer clothes, and purified water right from your faucet. Enjoy life-giving water. Experience the benefits of clean water with this can't-miss 25% off offer from Aquarius Home Services. 
Aquarius believes in earning the right to be recommended. They're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com. Ready for a women-forward car dealership? Rudy Luther Toyota empowers their many women on staff in sales, management, and service. Whether you are looking for a new Toyota or pre-owned vehicle, Rudy Luther Toyota has something for everyone. Every vehicle comes with a Luther Advantage. Ten cents off fuel and car wash discounts at holiday stations, Luther Advantage warranty, and five-day return policy on pre-owned vehicles. Located just five minutes west of downtown Minneapolis, off 394 and General Mills Boulevard. And they're also hiring. Want to join the team but don't know where to start? Visit RudyLutherToyota.com today. Are you tired of your job and wish that you could start a new career? Well, now you can. Ace Solid Waste is an award-winning waste management company, and they are looking for people just like you. Ace Solid Waste has over 60 years of experience servicing customers in the Minneapolis metro area, and their company is growing. Ace provides themselves on having safe, reliable, friendly, and professional employees that set their team apart. Their talented staff will run you through Ace University and prepare you for the position that best fits your skill sets. From truck driver operator to mechanic, operations to customer service, there is a perfect role at Ace waiting just for you. Plus, you'll receive competitive salary, benefits, and paid vacation. Life is short. Don't stay at a job that's not right for you. Experience the Ace difference today. Check them out at acesolidwaste.com. I'm really hoping that I can help others in the field this year. Maybe it's leading by example. If I come across another hunter or a group of hunters, I hope to help them. I hope that others choose this as well. Every season, there are confrontations that happen in the field with other hunters. You might have an influence over a young kid standing in that group watching. I'll give this as an example. One time I was in the field and I came across a group of hunters and somebody in there wanted to have that whole spot to their self. They were rude. They were not what you would want to um, have your kids see. And in that group was a young child. I chose as best I could to be gracious, to be generous, to offer, you know, to give up what I had hoped to do, not because that other hunter deserved it. But my goal was to show that young child watching this interaction play out two ways that he could handle the situation. Because there's going to be a time when that young kid will likely be put in that same position. How will they handle it? How will, your, how will your kids handle watching you interact with other hunters in the field? Ethics are very important. Your kids, if they come with, are watching what you do. It's not what you say. It's what you do. I've learned that so many times with my kids. They are sponges early in life. And when you take them out into the field, into the woods, on the water, they're absorbing everything around them. Every year I knock on farmers' doors and I ask permission to hunt their land. 
Every time I knock on that door, I have a feeling of hope and also a little bit of doubt in my mind when I wait for them to answer the door. Will they say yes? Oh, please, 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 please. There's 10,000 ducks landing in the field. Or will they tell me to get lost? It's their choice, not mine. I find that every time a landowner says yes, there's just this big sigh of relief. I get this feeling inside of thankfulness and gratitude. I want them to know how grateful I am. Because without them, some of the memories that I've already shared with you and the countless others would not have been possible. And so this year, I want to thank them and hope that they'll say yes again next time to me and to another hunter that comes when I'm gone. I hope all of us take time this season to thank farmers, ranchers, and landowners that let people like us walk on and hunt on their land. After all, they don't have to. And access to land is the number one factor that hunters face when finding success. It's actually pretty easy to go above and beyond. I've learned a few things that show landowners, farmers, and ranchers my appreciation. First, I'll say this. I bring my kids along when I ask permission. One, I want the landowners to meet them so they know who I will be bringing with to hunt. And two, I want my kids to learn that asking permission is part of the hunt when hunting on private land. I want them to hear me talk to landowners and let them know what we will be doing out there. They're learning, and this is part of the process. Once I get permission, I like to let the landowners know when I'll be hunting and who I'll be hunting with. After the hunt, especially with my kids, we go back and tell stories. If they let me, I'll clean the game and share it with them to enjoy. My family has become friends with a lot of the farmers and landowners because of this. My kids make Christmas cookies and we deliver them during the holidays. We also make venison sausage and we deliver that too. Fresh fish is another great gift that we also share throughout the season. It doesn't guarantee that we will have permission the next time we hope to hunt their land, but it sure seems to help. And again, it's just a way to show appreciation. It's my hope that it helps them understand that hunters are good people. We all know horror stories that paint the different picture. That's a picture that we can change one kind gesture at a time. This season, taking a few minutes after a hunt to thank a farmer will go a long way, even if you don't plan on coming back. Speaking of coming back, there's a tradition that's coming back in a few short weeks for myself and some friends. It's our annual Dads and Kids MEA hunt up north. For four days, a group of us dads bring our kids up to the Northwoods for the best getaway of the entire year. We bring our kids to the deer stands, to the duck blinds, the goose fields, the grouse woods, on ATV rides. We play football in the yard. We make leaf piles, and we sleep on bunk beds. This began when our kids weren't even old enough to hunt. Over time, they started shooting BB guns, then graduated to 22s, and eventually some of them are now shooting shotguns and deer rifles. Last year, our first deer hunter was able to head out into the field. He was a 10-year-old, and that same weekend happens to be Minnesota's youth deer season. All of us gathered at camp, 
And it was a moment we celebrated together when that young 10-year-old shot his first year. If you want to watch kids learn, let them be a part of the cleaning process. Cleaning a deer, a grouse, a pheasant, or a duck. Watching them study the bird, study the animal, ask questions, touch things. They have questions about every part of that animal's body. And when we do this early in life, we're watching it. Us dads are watching it. These kids have an appreciation for that animal. They also love the food afterwards when we gather around the table and eat it together. At the end of that week, at the end of our MEA trip, we all leave exhausted. But man, our hearts are full of joy and gratitude. And again, all of this happens because one of our friends with a cabin and hunting land shares it with us all. I can't begin to thank him for everything he's done. His selfless attitude is giving our kids a chance to escape a life down here in the city and appreciate a life in the woods. This tradition that we have is a tradition I love more than any others that I have started. My hope this year for you is to find a way to start a tradition of your own with your kids or your loved ones. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be a trip far away. It really just needs to be time planned and spent together without interruptions. Building anticipation for that trip with your kids and seeing those wild places and animals through their eyes is a rich building experience. When a deer or duck gets away, it's a chance for you to explain to them why. Sometimes the best teaching we can do as parents is to stop talking and let our kids learn on their own. A deer, a pheasant, a duck, they can teach us a lot when we stop talking and let our kids interact with them. I'm going to take photos to remember the moments this hunting season, but I'm really hoping to try to be present in those moments instead of trying to capture that on my phone. That's a real struggle that a lot of us parents now face. When I got my first deer, I remember giving my dad a big hug and we drug it out together. I don't remember him pointing a phone at my face and hitting the record button to try to capture my reaction. We didn't have phones back then. I sometimes wonder what my kids will remember from those hunts that we've shared together. I don't want it to be a phone. And that's something I think we all can ponder on for our own. This year, I'm hoping to spend more time watching and less time talking. More time being grateful for each and every day that I get to spend walking a field, sitting in a marsh, or drinking coffee in my deer span. Hunting season is here. In my opinion, it's the best time of the entire year. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Do North Outdoors podcast.